Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Lion and Fences, as well as revealing our top 10 favorite movies of 2016 and our top 10 worst. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing? Dude, I am... I'm just... I'm tired. It's been yeah. a long month. It has. It definitely <laughs> has. Um, oh man, it, it's been... It's been crazy with all the Oscar movies coming out and us not knowing when what movies are coming out near us until, like, a few days before and we're having to, like, freak out and figure out when we're going to see them. It's just chaos. It's chaos, you know. <laughs> it's, it's chaos with that. And then there's other jobs that we have. Yeah, and true. Family all being down mm-hmm. in different locations. Yeah, all over the place. And we're yeah. just running around like chickens with their head cut off right now. <laughs> but um, I think it's worth it for the podcast, you know? Definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and we're working on a new kind of sound setup right now. So things are... We're, we're in a little bit of a transition period right now. But we're, we're working through it, working through it. I actually got a new mic. I'll be interested to see if anybody notices the difference, you know? Definitely, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, do you want to talk about Lion? Let's do it, bro. All right. So this is a movie I am very interested to hear your overall thoughts. And then once we get into the movie, because I know you were especially very excited for this movie. Um, you've been waiting for this movie to come out for a long time. I remember when you first saw the trailer, you were like, you got to watch the trailer. You got to watch the trailer. And then I like put it off and I finally watched it. And I was like, that was really good. Um, but what were your overall thoughts on Lion? I thought it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it didn't reach my expectations, mm-hmm. but it did have some high points that I'm that I'm glad like it hit. Uh, as like an overall movie, it didn't uh-huh. hit where I wanted it to hit, yes. but it did have the emotional um, impacts that I thought it would have. Okay, so I'll give it that. Um, and I think I do think that the overall performances were great. Mm-hmm. They were really good. And now I understand why Dave Patel Dave is Patel, getting yes. uh, just a supporting nomination. Now I understand. Yeah, because I I was kind of confused by that as well. Like I was like, oh man, this is just another studio thing where they're just like campaigning for him as supporting, so he has a better chance of winning. But he is more of a supporting role, even though, like, he's the marquee name. Like, that's the first name that appeared, appeared on the opening credits. I was like, all right. And then the movie gets going, you're like, okay, I see how it is. But um, I would agree with you. I think it's a very good movie, but I don't think it's a great movie. Um, and I know you, to my annoyance, ask after every movie, you're like, is your top ten? I'm like, that shouldn't be the bar. Okay, <laughs> the reason why I asked this bar is because from as soon as it hits starts September, um, that's basically when the Oscar movies come out, and yeah. that is Carlos's favorite. Oh, it's true. It's it, it's his, like the Oscar season is his favorite movie contender. Now I can like we can go into summer movies and be like, yo, is that, is that going to be like one of your favorites of the year? Like, what do you think? But as soon as it comes to September, I know that's when his top 10 best will start 
to come in. So that's why I asked him. I was like, yeah, like, is it, is it top 10 material for you? Like, like, like what are we All talking right. about here? I guess that's fair. It's just like, I don't know. To me, because then if I say no, it's not, then you have the shocked face. And I'm just like, that doesn't mean I think it's bad. It's just not top 10, you know? Um, so that's why I get kind of frustrated. But anyway. <laughs> um, uh, so... I think it's very good. I do. But I do have a, not many like minor issues, not many in, individual issues, but I have one overarching issue that mm-hmm. kind of drove me a little insane, I guess, throughout the movie. Okay. Um, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's start with the positives though. Um, you've already kind of mentioned it performances. Dev Patel is fantastic. In I think Dev Patel is fantastic. Um, I think Sonny Power, who plays young Sharu, Okay. I think he yes. was really good in the movie, actually, depicting, um, you know, just really portraying him as a young. I was impressed by him. I remember him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like he was, he was a really good child actor. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, I, I gotta give props where it's due. I mean, he did a great job mm-hmm. with the material. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I'm gonna give, I'm also gonna give a, to the, also the director when he was filming Young Saru, mm-hmm. they had some pretty good points, you know, and, and showing the depiction of India. Mm-hmm. Showing the poverty, showing the the culture, mm-hmm. um, you know. So I, yes. I'm going to give it that that they had a good direction when it came to showing um, the setting. Yes, and they um, had kind of a PSA at the end of the movie, and I you could tell throughout the movie that they cared about this kind of issue that they were kind of touching on throughout the movie. Definitely, know? that they they cared about a lot of attention the, to detail. Yeah, they cared about what they were talking about. Yes. Um, and I would say Nicole Kidman, um, she, I, she kind of transformed, like it was almost, she was almost unrecognizable at times. I thought she was very, very good. And, um, I think I I wouldn't be against her, her nomination or whatever, because she has been getting a few of these nominations and I won't be surprised if he gets a nom, she gets a nomination and, um, I'm not really against it. I thought she was excellent in the movie. Yeah, I think Nicole Kidman did a fantastic... I think she did a fantastic job in the movie. I think she um, completely drowned herself in this character, Mm -hmm. and I think um, when it came to... And it's in the... It's not a spoiler. When she she adopted Young Saru and -hmm. all that... um, you you definitely felt like it was it was warm, you know, mm-hmm. like she really cared for him and everything. Um, also, I think David uh, Wenham, who played John um, Brearley, mm-hmm. I think they I think I think Nicole Kidman and him had some good chemistry going yes. on in the beginning, where you where you saw them sort of raising uh, raising young Saru and then mm-hmm. having raising um, his adoptive brother as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I love that they showed the struggle of like they showed the joy of it, but at the same time they showed the pain of it. Okay, so uh, yeah, I'll get there kind of in a way because I don't think they necessarily got all the way there with the second half of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, I will also say uh, Rooney Mara. Um, I thought she had really really good chemistry with Dev Patel. Um, I really cared and was invested in their relationship. I'll get there. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Um, I, see, I thought she was really good, and um, I think she I think did. R- Rooney Mara is in- incredibly talented. Incredibly I think, talented. I think she did a fantastic job. Don't get me wrong. I okay. think she was a strong. I think she had a strong performance. Um, do you have any more positives? Yeah. Well, I all, do. Right, all right. So I'll get to it. Uh, th- and this is like, um, 
I do think that some of the emotional moments, especially towards the end, really worked. And a lot of that has to do with the Dev Patel's performance, because he hits some real emotional peaks in this movie, and I think it really works, and he's able to hit that, and that's why I think he definitely deserves the nominations and the recognition he's getting for this movie. Um, even if I don't think those emotional moments were earned, and this will trans kind of throw us into our negatives, I don't necessarily think those emotional moments were earned throughout the movie, um, but because Dev Patel is so good in, the, in those moments, it works. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, but kind of transitioning and then you can get to what you were about to say. Um, I, I don't think a lot of those emotional moments were earned because we didn't spend enough time with adult Saru. Uh, we didn't. The, I agree a hundred percent. We, and this is my problem throughout the entire movie. I was thinking like, why there must be a more interesting way to tell this story because they kind of go it's it's a straight shot. So you follow him when he's a kid, and you just follow exactly what happens, leading to everything that the story is about with him getting losing his family, and then him growing up, and all these things. Like it just follows him in chronological order. And I think that was a tragic mistake. I think that's lazy editing because if you kind of put us in adult Saru's shoes, and then have flashbacks or something like that. Make us care more about him as an adult than as a kid. Because I swear, like, I do think that it was actually split closer to half and half than what I remember it as. But that's because the first half of this movie, when it's just focusing on him as a kid, feels so long. <laughs> they spend so much time on it. They, and there were so many different things that I could, that I was saying, like, or that I was thinking, like, you could just montage this. Like, the parts when he is, is really lost and he doesn't have anybody and he's living off by himself or the parts when he, um, finally gets kind of found and put in the orphanage or whatever, like all that, that could have been montage. Why did we need to see all these details of this and then spend so much time on it and then not spend any time with adult Saru and all those moments with him, with him kind of deciding that he wants to find his family I, it didn't work for me. Like, they, I didn't care as much because I don't know this adult version of him. I just know him when he's a kid and then, boom, he's an adult, you know? Okay. I just, I don't think, it, I think, like, I, I like, said, this movie is lazily edited, in my opinion. Like, understand, understand why they did what they did. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I agree. I, I think that they were trying to give the young actors, um, some yeah. recognition. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, uh, not, which, I'm not saying Which, which I'm not, which I'm not against. Yeah. But, you know, the trailer mainly focuses on Dave Patel's part, which mm -hmm. it's like, it's kind of like a major throw off. Cause I'm thinking, I was like, when are we going to get to Dave Patel? Exactly. You know what I'm Cause, and it's not that, and it's not that that part was bad with the kid, but mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're like, I was left in the theater wanting more yeah. because I didn't get, cause I feel like that whole thing with him was sort of rushed. Which yes. is my problem. Yes. Which is my problem with Rooney Mara's and his relationship. Okay. It felt completely rushed to me. Not that I didn't care about their relationship. I think that they showed that they had a, like a, like history. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that they had a lot in common and it's not that, and I did, and you're 100% right. Like you did care for their relationship. But I think that the only reason why you cared for their relationship is because the two actors had such great chemistry yes. together. But that relationship felt so rushed. Mm -hmm. And then there was times where, you know, you know, it, it kind of felt like Amazing Spider-Man 2 where they were on and off. Yeah. 
But then again, they still felt rushed as well because that happened over time. Mm-hmm. So that was my problem with their relationship. Okay. Um, and I think we're saying kind of similar things, actually. Yeah. Uh, because I said the same thing with basically the same idea with Deb Patel um, saving those kind of emotional moments that didn't work because we didn't spend enough time with him, right? Because yeah. his performance was so good. And I think that's the one thing that we can both take away from this movie is... Because of the editing and because of the pacing, you shouldn't care about some of the things that happened. But because the performances are so well done, you do. You, you do. do. So yeah. that it's it's a weird kind of feeling because I'm like, it wasn't necessarily done the best, but the performances save it. So I don't know. How to yeah, do like the actors do a great job yeah. really saving some parts of this movie. Yeah. Um. But overall, the movie completely mm-hmm. feels rushed when it hits In the, the second, second half, half yeah. of mm-hmm. the movie. Um, especially even like with the brother, he just shows up and I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then they just like, boom, boom, boom. And you're like, oh, wait, what? I'm so confused. Like why it just, t- I didn't yeah, care as never, much about the never, brother at all. Yeah. They never explain his problem. They yeah. never do. No, um, not at all. you see him once as a kid mm-hmm. and, then and then twice then as an adult. Twice as an adult. That's it. But you don't understand why he is the way he is. You like, you're sort of agitated with him. Mm hmm. Like, you feel bad for him, but at the same time, you feel agitated with him. Just like, why are you the way that you are? Mm-hmm. So, um, that's that's it for my negatives yeah. and positives. Um, same. Carlos, you want to get right to your rating? <sighs> yeah. Um, like I said, I think it's a very good movie. I just don't think that it's great, and it's not... I don't think overall... I'll be surprised, honestly, overall, if this movie gets a Best Picture nomination. I will. Um, I know Dev Patel is going to get nominated most likely, and I think probably Nicole Kidman is going to get nominated for yeah. Best Supporting Actress. I think Rooney. I'm I'm just sad. I think Rooney Mara would have gotten nominated for something because I know those people are just yeah. like Rooney Mara. Like, why didn't she get nominated? She didn't get nominated because she just didn't have enough screen time. She was only in the. I would only. I would say she was only move in the movie for like eight minutes tops. It's just because of how she was used that she's not. Yeah, out. and it's sad because yeah. she did. A, she did such a great job in those eight minutes, but it's not enough to really propel. Yeah, it. and on top of that, if you have to choose between Nicole Kidman and Rooney Mara, You're I would go Kidman, with yeah. Nicole Kidman because she was in the movie more and yeah. all that stuff. All so. that to say, I'm giving this movie a seven point five. Wow, we're yeah. actually in the same. I was actually gonna give it like a seven point six. Okay, yeah, so, fair enough. Yeah, same same hey, range on the same page. All right, yeah, same page. <laughs> barely, barely. I'm barely hey, thinking. We're there. Better. We're right there. Yeah. So. All right. Um, let's move on to <laughs> Fences. Um, directed by Denzel Washington, starring Denzel Washington, and based on a play. Um, is the play called Fences? Yes. Okay. Um, pretty sure it's called. Fences. And the funny thing is, I'll get right into my overall thoughts here. Um. This movie feels like a play, and that's the best way to describe it. (laughs) It runs like a play. You feel like, okay, so this scene, and we're continuing on this scene because they don't want to cut because, you know how, all right, in a play, right, you you don't have, like, cuts and things like that unless it's just a fade to black and then they rearrange the set and then they go again, right? Yeah. So it's a lot of effort to cut to a different scene in a play, right? And it feels like this movie was like, there's too much effort to cut to a different scene, so let's just continue this this scene um, by them walking to a different place. You know? Like, there were moments like that, and I'm just like, honestly, the first scene in this movie feels like it's about 30 minutes long. <laughs> it's so long. Like, they'll be in one room, and then they'll be having a conversation, walk to another room, have a different conversation, and, it, like, it's just like... like 
you, okay, like, cool. Yeah, I remember I was at work and asked my, because I hadn't seen the movie yet. I was like, and my friend Jakia, she saw it. I said, I said, hey, I said, hey, how is the movie? She's like, it's really good, but it feels like a play. I was like, no, that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, she, she was telling me it's just like because the monologue. She said, Ozzy, there are a lot of monologues in this movie. Sure. I was like, and that's why she said it, it felt like a play. And I was like, okay. So I go into the movie. I'm just like, I don't. I mean, I hope it doesn't feel like a play. I mean, it'd be a unique way mm-hmm. to tell a story. It's it's a positive and negative for me. But we'll get to I it. Agree. Um. So I saw a movie. I was like, there are no ending scenes, and I can tell. And I literally pictured it as a play happening, like on a stage, and it just it felt like a play so much. Like when an act, when an actor would exit, it felt like they were going backstage, <laughs> and then they would come out when the line was their cue to come out. Yeah. So like, and it's because I and it's because I've been in plays before where I'm just like, "It's my line to come out." Got you. And, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> and I would start talking. So it, it's it's stuff like that when they would come out on cue. Like mm-hmm. I can I could tell what the cues were. Mm-hmm. I could tell what backstage to them was. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it was so much stuff that felt like a play. Yeah. Um, but let's get in the positives yes. here. I think the performance in this yes. movie were fantastic. I think Denzel Washington gave a really good performance. I think he did a great job. Um, I don't think it's like his best performances of cur- of his career or anything. Yeah, he's but not going to challenge Casey Affleck. He's going to get nominated. I don't probably. Think, I don't think he's going to challenge Casey Affleck. Honestly, I think Casey Affleck gave a better performance. But I, I will say that Denzel Washington did did do a great job playing Troy Maxson. Mm-hmm. Now let's get to Viola Davis. Viola Davis, my goodness, she, she she's is a powerhouse. She has yes, been for a long time. you stole the words out of my mouth, man. She has a powerhouse performance and definitely definitely has a chance of literally locking down her nomination mm-hmm. and also the the award um i know we we're just talking about nicole kidman getting nominated but honestly i i wouldn't be mad if she beat nicole kidman um cause she just gives such a powerhouse performance in this whole entire movie mm-hmm. um and you the things that she goes through in this movie you know, you feel for her, and you also root for her at the same time. So, definitely, Viola Davis is definitely one of my biggest positives in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the chemistry that uh, Denzel Washington has with her yeah. is so natural. Mm-hmm. I think they did a fantastic job um, at really portraying their um, their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go. Let's talk to. Let's talk about his son. Um, what do you think about the performance that his son gave? I thought he was fine. I mean, it, it wasn't amazing and it wasn't distracting. But that's my thing with this entire... Like, I think Viola Davis was great, but I don't think, like, it was like, like, oh my gosh. I mean, she is herself a powerhouse and she definitely has those moments where you're just like, oh my gosh, like, Viola Davis, you can act. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, maybe I'm so watered down from her because I've seen her just kick butt on How to Get Away with Murder for three seasons now, where, <laughs> I mean, she's one of the best actresses on TV. Um, but I, I, I do think she was um, great, but it, to me, the, the um, supporting actress race is still wide open. I wouldn't be surprised 
if um, Nicole Kidman won. I wouldn't be surprised if Michelle Williams won, even though I don't think she necessarily deserves it because she has, like, five minutes of screen time. Uh, that's not true. She has more than five minutes. Um, <laughs> she has, like, 15, 20 minutes, give or take. Uh, we'll give see about take. that. Give or take. Um, I would be interested to see what the actual number is on that. But, anyway, I, I just <laughs> I do think this race is kind of wide open at this point. Um, I think Viola Davis or Nicole Kidman. I need to see, I need to see nominations first. Um, yeah. There. Yeah. So it, it, it's definitely an interesting race there. And Denzel, to me, he's one of the kind of fringe, um, nominees. Like he could, like if he was nominated, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. And if he wasn't nominated, I'd be like, that's fine. Depending on who it was that took his place, obviously. Of course, yeah. But I, I don't think it was like, oh my gosh, this is the year Denzel has to... Because Denzel's another one of those guys... Nobody talks about it. Denzel hasn't won an Oscar. I don't believe he's won an Oscar. He, uh, maybe? Or did he win for Training Day? Um, I'm going to look up this information right now. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. He might have won for Training Day. But I don't know if he's won for Best Lead Actor. I don't know. But he's one of those guys who probably deserves more recognition than he gets. Um, he's won two Oscars. Oh, has he? Nah. Yeah. Oh, I'm stupid. Whatever. Um, he got but, best performance by an actor in a leading role for Flight, and then yeah, yeah he was nominated for Flight. He didn't win for Flight. He did. Did he? I don't think so. No, wait. He was nominee. Then he actually won for Training. Day. Yeah. Okay. I thought he had won for Training. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, sorry for that little sidetrack there. But he. People are always saying Denzel deserves more credit. I saw that even on Facebook today. People are like, is he going to win an Oscar um, this year? I'm like, no, he's not going to challenge Casey Affleck. Even if he gets nominated, he's nowhere near challenging Casey Affleck. Um, but anyway, I, I do think those the performances are definitely the strongest point in this movie. And like I said, with when it comes to Viola Davis's performance, I think the same thing can be said about the movie as a whole. There are moments when you're like, Man, that was a great scene. Or that really, really worked. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that I was just like... Eh. Like, I, I think the story is fine, but I don't think it necessarily ties together. And do you have any more positives, or do you want to move into negatives? You can move into negatives. Okay. I think the story is fine, and I understand what they were going for, and there are some cool thematic elements there that they were trying to hit. I don't think they hit all of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because they tried to do a little bit too much. They tried to kind of make it about this father-son relationship. And then they tried to make it also about his relationship with Viola Davis. And then uh, it's just, it was split into too many directions that I don't think it necessarily hit what it wanted to hit. I think that if it was, because in the trailer, I remember I was immediately drawn by this trailer when we saw him, and this is in the trailer, when we saw him in the scene with his son, where he was just like, I have a question. He's like, what? And he's like, how come you ain't never liked me? Mm-hmm. That scene was fantastic. I love that scene. I agree. Yeah. I love that scene. But I think that if they would have focused more on that father-son relationship and sort of his worldview, I think the movie could have been better, personally. Um, maybe even add some of that Viola, Viola Davis stuff in there. Uh-huh. But um, to, to kind of like balance it out. But I think the stuff with his son was really interesting. I really like the stuff with his son. Uh-huh. Um, I think, I think, and the guy who plays him is Jovan uh, Adipo, and I think he plays off of Denzel actually pretty well. I do, I agree. Um, so I, I'm gonna give him props for actually like being able to keep up to par yeah. with Denzel, because Denzel is is a great actor. Uh-huh. Um, but 
I do think that if they would have focused more on that relationship, the movie would have been better. Because uh-huh. there are scenes with him that there. Besides that scene, there are scenes between him and his between yeah. him and his dad that are actually really good. I'm just like, uh-huh. okay, and they're and I I like that that um that uh Troy Maxson talks about um a few things that involve his past. Yeah. Um, but another one of my negatives is I don't like the fact that I can call cues in a movie. So easily, like I, I'm sitting here. I'm just like, okay, check you. Go back on. All right, so, <laughs> so, so go like, back to playing to play thing. Yeah, right? like I'm going yeah. back. Yeah, because I felt like okay, if you're gonna tell it from trying to make it like a, as a play, I thought it was a unique way to tell it. Mm-hmm. That's where I give it the positive. But at the same time, I should not be able to say that was a cue. Yeah. Um. So it was predictable. In that it was sense. very predictable in that sense. That was that's where it bothered me. Uh-huh. Um. I think. I think that uh, there were just so many first like I, the fact that I could just tell that this was a play just really yeah. bothered me. I'm just like this is killing me a bit here. Um. And to kind of go off that a little bit, the like you were saying with kind of the monologues and all those different things, I just I. I think they should have adapted it a little bit more. It's almost like... I haven't read the play. I haven't seen the play. But it does very much feel like they're like, okay, we're going to take the dialogue from the play, put it in a movie. And it's like, you you need to kind of adapt it for the screen because some things that work on a stage do not work on the screen. Um, There was a lot of moments of just, like you were saying, really long monologues, and you're just like, uh, people don't talk like this, you know? And then also, um, very... At times, sometimes it bothered me, and it definitely bothered me in the trailer, and that's why I was not as down with this trailer as a lot of people were. Um, but and it could carry it over to the movie sometimes. The dialogue is very sing songy and very like rhythmic, and it was like, <laughs> like, like it feels like they're almost like kind of speaking in poems at times. I'm just like, uh, okay, <laughs> I mean, but the and the thing maybe that frustrates me is that it wasn't consistent at all. Like sometimes it was, and sometimes it wasn't. So I don't know. Um, and then also, man, I. And this is difficult because I don't think this is necessarily a requirement of making a movie good, but it's something that made this movie hard for me to get invested in. I think Denzel, and I don't know if you'd agree or not. I don't get how you would disagree, but Denzel Washington's not a likable person at all. No, he really, and that's the thing. He really isn't at all. So like, <laughs> can't I don't? It's hard for me to to care about him. Exactly. Um, I understand his ideas because mm-hmm. there are sometimes where his son just. It's like, oh, how'd you do this? And then he's just like, then you know, he gives a parent response. I was like, I mean, he's not wrong, dude. Like, yeah. but um, he's not. He is not a likable character. Like, for instance, when he's saying, "What does it like? What law does he have to get? I got to like him." It's yeah. like, I'm just like, you're a douche. You're yeah. not liking yourself. And especially even some of the twists that happen later in the movie, like he's a complete douchebag. He's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a good person. Yeah. And I'm just like, are you trying to make me, like literally at that point, I was like, are you trying to make me hate this character? Why? And then at the end, they want you to care about him again. I'm like, you literally, I feel like spent the entire movie trying to get me to dislike him. And now you want me to like him. I'm just like, what? So I, I don't I know. I completely agree with you. I, the, the, the supporting cast is the cast that you, Somewhat care for. Yes. I'm going to give that except the exclusion. Gabe is the one I really didn't care for. Really? Yeah. I thought he was fine. I thought he, to me, he was the one thing that added some layer of likability. No, because to me, because to me, he was just, 
there. And when Denzel's character explained hit like his his uh his mind and how it works, uh-huh. I was just like, I mean, you're not wrong. So I didn't really like his character. I mean, I thought his, his performance character- was a little theatrical too. Yeah, I I, th- I thought the character was okay. Yeah, it wasn't something I'm just like he's he's something that's essential. Yeah. to be in this movie. I think I thought the movie could have gone fine without him. All right. Um. Um. Real quick before like we we, we need to probably move on <laughs> if we're yeah. gonna have time for our favorites and worst list. Um. So Ozzy, what is your rating for this movie? I'm gonna give this movie a solid seven. Wow, you are higher than me. I am at a 6.2. Wow. I think it, I came out of this and everyone who asked me, I've said, it's okay. Because I do think it's okay that because especially with the moments in the movie that are like, oh wow, like great acting, great writing, even at times, even though I wasn't a huge fan of sometimes some of the writing. Um, and like I said, the performances are great and that's what carries the movie for me, but like, there's just too many issues with it. I do. And I, it was hard. I couldn't root for anybody. Here's, here's, or no, it's Denzel, okay, especially. Okay, okay, okay. So. Here's, here's what I'm going to say about this movie. I recommend you watch this movie, but I, for the, for people who are in plays. Okay. I don't recommend this movie for you. Like, cause, cause I feel like, I feel like if you, like, I feel like those people, especially like young actors, young mm-hmm. actors who want to go and see a movie should actually go see a movie. They shouldn't have to, you know, People who want to go see a play should go see a play. Yeah. But they shouldn't see a play on a movie. Because that bothered me personally. Um, so that's what I'm going to recommend it to. I'm going to recommend the people who don't really watch okay. plays. Go watch this. This mm-hmm. is basically what a play is like. It's not bad. <laughs> um, it's not bad. Uh, it's it's not a bad movie. So definitely check it out if you're invested in trying to know what a play is like. Yeah. It, it, it's it's an overall... For me, it's a good movie. It's just not a great movie. It's mm-hmm. not a fantastic movie. Um, yeah. The performances do lift it up for me. I disagree with you to a point when it comes to you saying that you can't root for anybody. I think the supporting I, cast. Yeah, I agree. It's just Denzel, and he's the main yeah. character. So I, was, I think that supporting yeah. cast is what you should go for. Don't come at. Don't expect for this movie to to wow you though. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is it. All right, you, you want don't move? run out and see this movie though. Seriously. All right, um, a little pre because we're gonna start with our favorites. Yep. Um, so a little kind of prequel, like a little prologue to this. All right. Um, this is not our top 10 best movies of 2016. When we do these lists, we come up with two different lists. We have our best, which is mostly based on our ratings, like how well made we think those movies are. What are the best made films of 2016? That's our best list. We will get to that when it gets closer to Oscar season, because by then we'll have seen all the Oscar movies and we'll be kind of caught up, and it's almost like, our best list is almost like if we were nominating the best pictures, you know? That's yeah. what our best list is. Favorites is a completely different story. We're What we're doing here is our favorites. These are the most fun we had in the theater, the most, like, and just the, the most, the movies we enjoyed the most, like, as just ourselves. It's almost like for best, we're trying to avoid kind of, avoid subjectivity we're kind of trying to focus on the objective qualities even though it's still a subjective medium but with favorites we're trying to we're basically completely embracing the subjectivity we're saying i loved this movie for my personal reasons and i don't care you know what i'm saying that's favorites 
All right, so that is what we're doing now, all right? Just so we don't get any hate saying, you really think this movie's one of the best movies of the year? No, it's not. We're not saying that. Okay, so Ozzy, let's start with you. What is your number 10 favorite movie of 2016? My number 10 movie of 2016, I'm going to thank you. Um, for taking me to this movie, because I had no idea what the hell it was when I saw it. Um, I was like, I don't know if I want to see this, but I got nothing better to do, uh-huh. so let's go. Um, I'm giving it to Sing Street. I, this movie does not have enough recognition. No, not It's at not all. on a lot of people's top ten list. It's an honorable mention, um, and I'm sick of it. That's why some of the movies... That's why some of the movies that should be on my list are not going to be on my list, because I do think that there are some movies on here that just don't have enough recognition um so sing street is going to be one of those movies it's my number 10 it's a great movie great performances and great soundtrack so, yeah it has a great soundtrack and it's so relatable mm-hmm. just simple themes that hit home so that is my top that is my number 10 i will talk more about sing street um way down the line okay. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right so um my number 10 favorite movie 2016 is Swiss Army Man. Wow. Okay. Is that on your list at all? No. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. No. Um, and, it, and the reason why it's not is because I, I feel that movie is getting enough recognition as an indie movie as it is, and I just don't think Sing Street is getting that recognition. I I guess I don't know because um, Swiss Army Man has wasn't universally well received like because it's so out there and so weird yeah. that people are just some people are just like uh, no <laughs> no and I love Swiss Army Man I really do yeah it's it it's an honorable mention actually uh-huh. if we're gonna have honorable mentions it's gonna sing uh, sing streets Swiss, Swiss Army, Army Man, Man yeah is definitely an honorable mention um, it's just to me Swiss Army Man is the most original movie I've ever seen probably like it's so <laughs> out there they were just like I mean how do people come up with this idea and the thing is like I said on our review of this movie it asks you to take a step with it at the beginning just it's like just follow us follow this humor <laughs> and once you do. It is glorious. It is so good. Um, it'll take you on a crazy adventure. And the thing I love about Swiss Army Man is that it's so, like, even though it's absurdist humor, which normally I don't like, by the way, even though it's just absurdist humor throughout, it's so deep. This movie is about the meaning of life and things like that. Like, it's so deep. And I, I just, I think it's brilliant in that sense. And I love it. It makes right. me laugh all the time. And it's another great soundtrack where I listen to it. I'm just like, this is so weird, but I love it. <laughs> um, anyway, what's your number nine, Ozzy? My number nine is Star Wars Rogue One. Okay. Again, I'm going to have to punt the, my discussion on this to way down the line, but go for it. Um, I think the performances are great. I mm-hmm. think it's a great Star Wars story, and it's in the Star Wars universe. Uh-huh. It fits perfectly in with the original story. Um, and I think it's just a great movie. I think uh-huh. the, I think it's our, This is the first Star Warsy kind of movie for me. I mean, I think the original trilogy did a great job, but this is this is revisiting that mm-hmm. the, the original trilogy, and I think it does a great job. All right, um, and this is where the battle will begin, Ozzy, because my number nine favorite movie of 2016 is Batman vs Superman. Oh my goodness! <laughs> again, why? Okay, hear me out. Number one, I'm not saying this is a good movie. I gave this movie a. I think I believe I landed after our. Second reviewing of this movie, I believe I landed on like a six point eight or something like that, close to it. 
because I do think the Ultimate Edition fi- fixes a lot of issues. But this is this this is one thing where my favorites I can just embrace the moments because there are moments in this movie that I absolutely love. I love the I really did like. I know you disagree. I really did like the fight between Batman versus Superman, Batman and Superman at the end. I really did love Wonder Woman in the movie. I thought Lex Luthor worked. I know you disagree. I thought he worked. There are just aspects of this movie that I really did like. And I don't think they necessarily tied it all in well together. And that's why I'm not saying it's one of the best movies. And I wouldn't even... Like, if we were ranking, like, our... The superhero movies, it would be towards the bottom of this year. Especially. Um, but... I, there are just so many moments I love of this movie, and I love Ben Affleck's Batman. I just, I there are moments that I really do like from this movie, and that's why it's on my favorites list. All right, whatever. And th- that's the thing. I don't know if we can argue too much on this because it's so personal. Like I'm not gonna like I'm, say I'm not gonna dock you, you. you shouldn't. I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. not gonna dock respect points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's the only way we can affect each other. Is like I lose respect for you for liking this movie. I can't dock you on respect points, but um, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy is silent. He disagrees so hard right now. All right. Uh, what's your number eight? Is that what we're on? Yes. Right. My number eight is Deep Water Horizon. Not on my list. What? I, I did not love this movie as much as you and even Ace, who was on the review with us for that episode. I didn't love the movie as much as you did. I don't understand how. I, I, I thought it was fine. I just It wasn't something that was like, oh man, I can't wait to see that again. I only saw it once. I, I don't know. I think this Go movie depicts what happened in the Deepwater Horizon really great. Mm-hmm. I think the performances of the movie, especially by Mark Wahlberg... Arguably one of the best performances in his career. We mm-hmm. haven't seen Patriots Day yet, but um, arguably one of the best performances that he's given in his career. He does a fantastic job. I think that the movie's so gritty. Mm-hmm. You're on the edge of your seat as soon as as soon as as soon as you hit the as soon as stuff hits the fan. You're on the edge of your seat. Um, and who else is Jeff Bridges? Jeff Bridges? No. Um, which one? Oh, or you mentioned oh. you mentioned his name, but yeah, it's slipping my mind right now. But um, just the the whole cast in general, you mm-hmm. really root for in this movie. So that is why Deepwater Horizon is in my top ten list. It's such a great movie, and um, Kurt Russell, are you talking about Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell, yeah, yeah Kurt Russell delivers a great performance, and Peter Berg is doing a great job. It's doing a great job. We need to see Patriots Day. That's um, I heard. It, I heard that movie's better. Than I, yeah, Horizon, I've so heard I, great I, things about Patriots Day. If we're still looking forward to two movies, which there's more than two movies that we're looking forward to still, but if we're still looking forward to two. It's Patriots Day and it's Silence, right? Definitely. Okay, fair enough. We're, we're on the same page there. All right, my number eight is The Witch. I have not watched a single movie this year that came out this year, especially, but even in general this year, more than I've watched The Witch. Every time I talk to somebody, I'm like, have you seen The Witch? I need to show you The Witch. Like, I show everyone this movie because, to me, this is the best horror has been in a long time, and it is the best modern horror movie, And it's, but it's not in a modern style that I've ever seen. Like, it's so good. It's one of the best horror movies probably of our t- all time that I will say, and I know people will say that's a bold statement, but... No, it's one of the. I'm saying it's one of the best horror movies of all time. Okay, The Witch. All right, Um, Um, it's just so impactful. Like it's an honorable. It's an honorable mention. Gosh, that movie affects me to the core. (laughs) It's a great. It's a great film, guys. Definitely check it out. Um, my number seven is La La Land. Okay, Um, it's on my list, but a little higher. So okay, La La Land has great soundtracks. 
Um, you're in the minority when it, when it comes to this. But uh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone have great chemistry together. I like. I really enjoyed uh, Ryan Gosling's performance, but I will agree with you that he should have been nominated for the nice guy's performance exactly. instead of La La Land. Yeah. Um, and Emma Stone, my gosh. Emma Stone, what's your number? <laughs> <laughs> she does a great job in this movie, guys. Definitely check this movie out. Oh, definitely, well, so good. definitely the performance of a career by her so mm-hmm. far. She's a fantastic actress, and I think she's sort of an underrated actress as well. So this is one where she shows. Get on board. Check this movie out, guys. Yes, don't definitely. want to miss it. All right, my number seven is Arrival. Wow. Is that on your list? That's way higher on my oh, list. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, it's definitely a thinking man's movie. It makes you think. It challenges you um, intellectually, and it's kind of... It, it's got cra- it's got a crazy to it. When that twist hits, you're just like, oh my gosh. Um, and it really works, and Amy Adams is fantastic. Um, it's just... It's a really... It's the first movie by... Um, that director that I've really loved and I do really love and it kind of makes me look forward to Blade Runner. My only thing is like, there weren't like, I wasn't, uh, I don't know. It's just not like a super like, Oh man, I love seeing this movie. You know, like it's not like a popcorn movie and that's a lot of the times what I'll put on this kind of list, but it's just, it's so good. And it made me think so much that I couldn't not put it on this list, you know? Okay. All right. Um, we're, we're on six. So my number six Mm-hmm. Is Captain Fantastic not on my list? I loved this movie. I think I loved it way more than you did. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Viggo Morgensen—that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. I think he delivers a great performance. I would not be surprised if he gets nominated. Even um, I just think he just gives that great of a performance. And I think most of the kids, except for one—that <laughs> one kid that rebels against his dad or whatever—yeah, I think all of these kids do a great job as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the kids is actually in, um, she was in a, in a Ouija. So okay. I think she's doing great actually. So definitely check out her stuff. I mean, I, I can't wait to, I hope she's another thing so we mm-hmm. can support her, but I think she, I think she d- gives a great performance in this movie as well. I think the idea, I think this movie was basically for parents as well. There's no, this just proves that there is no, correct way of parenting your kid Mm -hmm. okay you can think that this is you could think that you're teaching a kid a hundred percent everything that's right but there are flaws to your parenting at the end of the day each parenting style is gonna have a flaw you know because it just proves Mm -hmm. that no one's perfect so that's what i love about it it hits home for me personally um and the soundtrack it's very peaceful very peaceful i'm just like god this is i want to go sleep to this so very peaceful soundtrack and Cinematography is really good for an. It's another movie that kind of makes you think too. Yeah, it's a movie that makes you think about, like you know, about you know what if what you're doing is right, you know. Yeah. Even if you're doing it right, I mean, there are possible flaws in what you're doing. So, mm-hmm. um, def- definitely a great movie to check out. I recommend it. Um, it's not on a lot of people's list, but I, I do think that it needs it deserves recognition. All right, all right, all right. My number six, mm-hmm. Captain America: Civil War. Tire my list, but okay. All right. Um, I'm, this is one that's, it's an interesting case because normally with these movies, I'll see them like a couple of times. I've seen this movie once. We got to see it before you leave. We got to see it before you leave, man. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I've seen it once and I loved it the first time I've seen it. Uh, it was on my top 10 list, like best list until like a few weeks ago. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> I mean, that's how high of a rating I gave it. 
And it's almost like maybe I'm I'm kind of worried almost subconsciously maybe that I the second time I'll start to pick out more flaws in it and I'll kind of like it less. So maybe that's why I haven't watched it. But again, but like I said, I've watched this movie once and I loved it when I first watched it. And it's another one that like I mean that air airport scene is amazing and yeah. it's just another one where you're just like there's so many great moments in that movie. It's arguably one of the best superhero movies. Of yeah. all time. And um, the, the characters, they work... I, I think they develop all the characters extremely well. Definitely. Um, and There are major flaws in this movie. Okay. But it's a great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's, it's plain and simple. It's a great movie. <laughs> all right. What's your number five, <laughs> My number five is The Nice Guys. Not on my list. How the hell is it on your list? <laughs> is it an honorable mention, Carlos? At least. I mean, sure. I mean, oh it, like I said, I, oh my I was not, I was kind of disappointed by this movie. I, like, what? I thought it was great, but I was like, it's cause, because of all the reviews and because so many people that I respect really loved it, I was like, man, I'm going to love this movie. And I ended up really liking it, but not like loving it, you know? I love this movie. The chemistry between Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe is so good in this movie. They they work off of each other extremely well. So I love their chemistry. And I definitely love Ryan Gosling's performance. And um, I think I think he did so great in this movie. It's God, I loved him in this movie. He's so, he was so funny. This is arguably, it's between this, this movie and Mike and Dave new wedding dates that are going to be arguably the best comedy of the year. Um, and this is another quick shout out. I think Anguar, uh, Rice. She plays Holly March. She's a young actress. She does great work in this movie. I agree. Um, <laughs> they, we, there are a lot of kid actors who don't do a great job. Cough, cough, fuller house. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> but this movie, we st- like, you know, for lo- pictures like Lion and this movie, you, you, there is hope for kid actors out there. Mm-hmm. There are talent, like the, there are talented children out there. So there is no excuse. There is no excuse. Um, and this movie proves it. Carlos, mm-hmm. what's your number five? Um, my number five is. Hell or High Water. Not on my list. Honorable well, mention. This is another one that I've watched multiple times. I own this movie. Um, I just... The uh, the performances are incredible. It's going to be on my best by far. Um, and it's it's just so good. Like, the, the atmosphere of the movie. The kind of subtle humor in the movie. Uh, Jeff Bridges is brilliant. Um, it's just... It's an, it's a fun adventure that the one thing I love about the movie is that you care about both sides and that's so unique for a movie and that's why I to me why it's one of my favorites. I need to see it again. I haven't seen it. I only saw it that one time in the theater, but I, I, I need again. to see it. I need to see it again. Um, all, all right. right, moving on to what's no, your number five? Is that where we're on? Number four. Number four. All right. My number four is Captain America: Civil War. Since we were to give a quick one through of it, uh, it's going to be really quick. Airport scene. All you need to know. What's your number? What's your, what's your number four? All right, my number four is La La Land. La La Land. Um, like wow. we just we already gone through it, so this will get it a little easier as we go along. But uh, the music, the performances, the just everything. It it's incredible. The one thing I've said in the review, and I'll say again, the one thing that's incredible is it's able to kind of be very optimistic and have a lighthearted view of. Los Angeles and Hollywood, mm-hmm. but at the same time, 
at the same time, it's very cynical. And it's incredible that it's able to toe that line, and I'm just amazed by that movie. I've seen it twice. Another one that's... You know, you'll notice a common theme as we move forward. These are all movies that I've seen multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my number three is Manchester by the Sea. Oh, I know this is not going to be no, top not 10, at all. which is ridiculous. Oh, uh, God, Carlos, you just break, hey, you break I, me down. You might think time. I disrespect that movie, but um, you, you disrespect my next movie, so. I, got that. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, anyways, Manchester by the Sea gives great performances by a breakout star, Luke Hedges, Casey mm-hmm. Affleck, delivers and i mean this 100 percent delivers a performance of a career mm-hmm. he does such a great job on this movie if he does not win this oscar i'm going to be pissed off he will i think this i think the story is so good and the way they tell it is is so great i love this movie i really 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 love this movie um but it is it is on my number three favorite okay but it's on my number one best so, that's how much I love this wow. movie. So, um, Carlos, what is your number three? My number three. I, I cannot okay. wait to hear this because I might, I might, I might be pop pissed. star never stop never. Oh stop. my god! <laughs> <laughs> this movie, look, it's not even. I believe Mike and Dave need wedding dates. I think it's a better made movie, and I do think it's a better made comedy even. But. Soundtrack. There, the there soundtracks. are so like the I've watched really this movie twice now. I want to watch it a third time. I love this movie. <laughs> it's one of those movies that I'm like I, I gets stuck in my head and I think about it all the time. Like I can't tell you how many times the Bin Laden song got stuck in my head while I was standing at work. I was actually thinking about it at work the other day. I was like I was, I was like. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> so, I'm actually, I'm actually gonna buy this look, song. I'm gonna buy it. It's, it's done. It's gonna, it's I'm gonna buy so it. So good. The movie, like the the humor in it. There, there's definitely humor that doesn't work, and it's almost like I can fast forward to those scenes. And for my favorites, I don't care. Like I'll just I'll watch it, fast forward to the dumb scenes, and then get to the really great humor with Andy Samberg being ridiculous, and I love it. And it's just a, it's a. It's a great parody of the music industry. How um, Tropic Thunder is a parody of the movie industry, I think Pop Star is a parody of the music industry, and I love both of those movies. So I agree. I agree with that. The parody. Yeah. Definitely agree. Um, getting into our number twos. Yeah. Our number twos. My number two is Kubo and the Two Strings. My gosh. I don't know if it's in your top ten. No, you're gay. Uh, <laughs> you had a much more personal and emotional reaction to you're this ready. movie than I did. I love this movie. I, thought, I think this movie overall, even though it's really deep, it is. It's a fun adventure at the same time. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. That was honestly honest mistake. I think Matthew McConaughey does a great job in this movie. I think he. I, I loved. I loved the whole voice cast. Char, Charlie. Uh, Charlie. Uh, Theron, I think she does a mm-hmm. great job. Also, as well as the monkey, I think the whole voice cast is amazing. It's gritty for an animation movie. I was like, "Ooh, God, beat that person up!" Like it was so good. <laughs> so, and it definitely has a personal impact on me. I remember my mom when I saw it. We were just like, "God." <laughs> so <laughs> definitely, it's definitely a movie worth checking out. It's my number two of 2016. Mm-hmm. Alright. My number two is a movie you talked about at the very beginning of your of our discussion here, Sing Street. Um 
I've seen this movie four times, I believe, now. Mm -hmm. I own this movie. It's another one I own. Oh, boy. Um, I've watched this movie with both my or with two of my three siblings. And I, it's just, it's so powerful, especially for anybody who has siblings. If you are a brother, especially, watch this movie. It is so good. It's impactful. It's emotional. The themes that it hits on is brilliant. And the way it all ties together, you're just like, this movie is so intelligent. And not only that, but the music is great. It's a great coming-of-age story. It's it's just everything you could want in this kind of movie. Like, it's so good. Um, it's funny. It's dramatic. It, it just it really, really works. I love this movie. Okay. All, all right, right. What's your number one, Ozzy? My number one is Arrival. Wow. We already talked about this film, yep. but I'm just going to give a quick run through real quick. The ending of this movie gets you thinking as soon as you leave the theater. Mm -hmm. I think this movie is perfectly made. You're invested in these characters. And this is by far the most unique way of an alien invasion I have ever seen on screen. Definitely the most unique way. I loved it. Um, and, and gosh, the stories are so good. And the performances by me, Adam, are fantastic. Mm -hmm. So... Definitely, definitely take this movie out. Yeah. Great. What is your number one? Uh, Star Wars, or Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Wow. I'm shocked. Well, th but this is the thing. Honestly. I am not afraid to point out flaws in movies, especially movies that I care about. And I do point out flaws in Rogue One because it has flaws that people are just ignoring because of the moments. That being said... You trying to point me out? No, that's a lot of people. Oh, that say, being said, but including you. That being said. What do you said, mean? I'm not saying I gave it negatives. <laughs> I gave it all right. negatives. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, for me, as a Star Wars fan, the moments in this movie are just, I mean, they're so amazing. There are moments where you're just like, I cannot believe I just watched that. Like, that was just glorious. And I am absolutely in love with parts of this movie. I just really am. And I. I've seen it twice. I'll probably see it again before it leaves theaters, and I'll probably, I will definitely be buying it. So, I love this movie, but I'm not afraid to point out its flaws, and maybe that's a sh sign of a deeper love for this movie. Oh, God, okay. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, now we're going to get into our top 10 worst yes. movies of the year. And Don't expect this to be another second list because it's not going to be, but. Top ten worst, <laughs> and uh, maybe it'll may, well, maybe this will run a little bit quicker because we're not going to have as much to say about the crap. We'll just want to get it out of our mouths and no. over out of our minds. How do we? How to go through my whole letterbox? And I was just like, I for I uh, it pains me. I have to yeah. reach through my brain. <laughs> All right, like I have to go through my sad little <laughs> particle in there, okay. inside out, and have him or her get it out. Yeah. It's horrible. Okay, I'm going to start, I guess, this time around. Go ahead. And I am going to start with... And this one you're going to disagree with me on. Okay. Tarzan. Legend Tarzan. That's actually... It was actually an honorable mention to be here. Really? It almost made it. Almost oh, made wow. it. Almost um, made it. I... Look, I know I hated this movie more than the general public, but I really did hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, man. There was a scene in there. There was a scene in all. there where this dude was hanging on the same vine... For two minutes, and the train is still going. I'm just like, this, when, when is this vine gonna end? Like, like I'm so confused. They, um, they wasted Margot Robbie. Like yeah. um, the guy who played Tarzan can't even think about his name. Alex, uh, Alexander Skarsgård. I he, think he actually did a good job. I disagree. I now thought, you're telling me he did a bad job. You agreed then. I thought he was done. fine then, and I <laughs> still think he's just like he's there. He doesn't really do anything with it. The script is horrible. The 
see, the cinematography is horrible. It doesn't have any, um, there's no co- color pal- palette at all that's interesting. Alexander Skarsgård, you did a good job, bro. Anyway. All right. Moving on. What's Please your on. number 10? My number 10 is Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> that's funny that it's on your worst. I know, it's on then... my worst. That, that's how I was laughing. I was like, I wonder if it's on the top 10 best. Um, Gosh, you better have Suicide Squad on there if, that, if this is on here. This is sort of an... Dude, I think I've watched more bad movies than you have, honestly. No. Maybe. I think it might balance out, but I've watched more movies in general, so I had a higher. I mean, rate. maybe. I mean, this is sort of the embodiment. I, I, the thing is, I had to choose one because there's just so much trash in my top. There's so much trash that I need people to know not to even buy this DVD. <laughs> so I'm just gonna talk about Suicide Squad and this movie and the company as a general. Don't watch DC movies that came out this year. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, they're huge disappointments, guys. Huge disappointments. Now there are positives to be had, like Will Smith. Uh, Ben Affleck, because he's in both movies here. Um, you know, there are positives to be had in both movies, like Margot Robbie, how can you forget her? Mm-hmm. But the screenplays are so bad. Like, you don't even care for Superman and a lot of Batman vs. Superman. Like, he's one of the main stars in this movie, and you don't care about him. Amy Adams. Why are you in this movie? Mm-hmm. No offense. Seriously, <laughs> wasted. no offense. She really is Like, wasted. why are you in this movie? Like, I feel, I honestly, it's like, this, I feel like she just wanted, I, I feel like she just needed a paycheck. Like, uh, you, no watch, other way. Watch her interview, on, or her actor-on-actor interview with Andrew Garfield. Yeah, and they I, get, I watched it. some about it, because she said that she feels that, she feels that she couldn't satisfy the character enough, because they were so focused on the story. And I completely agree with you there. It's just so sad to see that movie wasted. And the thing that had this movie going for it is the two greatest freaking characters, superhero characters, like, known in the whole entire world. And you couldn't do it great? What are we doing? (laughs) So that is why it is on my top ten worst movies. Huge disappointment. Huge disappointment. Alright, so my number nine... Um, worst movie of 2016 is Rules Don't Apply. Is that on your list? I was actually close. It's an honorable mention. Honorable oh, okay, mention. <laughs> another one of those. Guys, we felt like we were in this freaking theater for four hours. Oh my man. gosh, this movie four feels hours. Mo- so much longer so long. than it actually is. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of most of the performances. I thought some of them were fine. Um, I-, I did not like the way the script was written. There were a lot of weird things happening. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And maybe it's just a, why are you making a Howard Hughes movie a comedy? And uh, for me personally, especially, I was just like, that doesn't make any sense. Because wh- if I want to watch a Howard Hughes movie, I'm going to watch The Aviator, which is a billion times better than this. Anyway, moving on. What is your number nine, Ozzy? My number nine is Inferno. I said Dante so many damn times in the trailer. <laughs> but... Um, this is just another throw-in for Tom Hanks. Felicity Jones doesn't really give anything to the movie. <clears throat> and the story makes no sense at all. And you really don't care for a lot of the characters. I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. That's my number nine. Carlos, what's uh, your number nine? I wouldn't have called that movie just flat-out bad. I know we disagree on that, but 
whatever. Anyway, um, that's why it's not on my list. It's not like it was, I don't think it was in the same ballpark as a lot of these things that we're talking about. But anyway, London Has Fallen is my number eight. I didn't see that movie. And like I said, I saw a lot of movies, especially earlier on in the year. I saw more then. So I think it kind of balanced itself out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, But London Has Fallen. Uh, This movie is atrocious. If you want to see what truly awful action movie, what a truly awful action movie looks like, go see London Has Fallen because it is bad. There's bad CG with like cartoon basically explosions, um, bad cheesy action action kind of lines. Um, characters will leave and go do things that don't make any sense. Um, tracking, like they tried to do a cool tracking shot in this movie, does not work. It's just it's not good. Uh, it's it's one of the worst action movies I've seen in a long time. Well, other than something that's above us or above it on this list, that's pretty high actually on this list. Um, Ozzy, what about you? What is your number eight? My number eight is Collateral Beauty. My gosh, this is not a beautiful film. Don't see it. Um, <laughs> Thank you for o- saving me from it. The only reason why it's on my number eight and it's not any lower is just because the performances are good. Other than that, the story is trash. Don't see this movie. For the love of God. <laughs> Agreed. Don't waste your time. Um, all right. So my number seven is Criminal, another movie that came out earlier this year. Um, you want to, this is the only thing I'll really say about this movie. Well, there's two things. Number one, the plot is just so stupid. <laughs> it's not like, <laughs> like, it's basically like a modern day kind of, um, face off. And it's dumb. <laughs> it's just a dumb face-off, uh, which face-off's already dumb, so think about that. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Kevin Costner overacts his butt off. It is the worst overacting job I've seen in a long time. Like, he is overacting so hard. It's so bad. Um, and then it's just, even, like, good actors are in this movie, and they're giving, like, they're just throwing away performances. You're just like, why are you in this movie? Like, <laughs> how did they come to you and say, yeah, this will be a good idea? Like, it's just awful. It really is. All right. Anyway, moving on. What is your um, number seven? Mechanic Resurrection. Which Ooh, really way higher for me. Did, that didn't even need to be resurrected. <laughs> um, we now know why Jessica Alba doesn't act anymore. Uh, <laughs> so, that's all I'm going to say about that. And... The action sequences, my gosh, they are bad. Oh, yeah. But that is it for my number seven. What's right. your number six? <laughs> my number six is The Forest. Um, you another movie again from earlier this year that you did oh, yeah, not some see. Of these movies, yeah, you you're in movies I haven't seen, so you're exactly. right. We, we are balancing exactly out a bit. Um, The Forest. This is um in a year. Where a lot of people would say horror is making a comeback, with The Conjuring 2 being pretty good, um, Lights Out being pretty good again, and then The Witch being a horror masterpiece, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and even kind of thriller horrors like Hush or Don't Breathe, or um, even some people would say Green Room, um, although I disagree on Green Room. Um, in a year with great horror, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. We got also got crap horror from the beginning of the year, and especially with... Um, I didn't see a lot of, like, The Boy or all those different things, but mm-hmm. The Forest. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this movie is so dumb, and I wanted to like it so bad because I love Natalie Dormer. Um, but it's just so stupid. And, like, the idea of, like... And she plays, like, twins, so she plays both roles. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this is awful. And the story's dumb. The scares, there's no good scares at all. It tries to be very atmospheric, and it fails at being very atmospheric. 
and some character things that people do are just ridiculous. So I'm done with this movie. It's horrible. <laughs> All right. My number six is Independence Day Resurgence. Not on my list. Was it? Is it not a mention? It's close. It's not like something I was like, man, barely missed the list. I, I think <sighs> it, I thought it was kind of just a popcorn movie that you can turn your brain off and just shove popcorn in your face. And yeah, I was watching Screen Junkies the other day and I saw their honest trailer for this movie. And you are hundred. When I saw it, I hundred percent thought of you. When you're just like, why is Luke Hemsworth screaming so much? <laughs> and then they have a whole montage oh of him gosh. screaming and, and doing everything. Um. Gosh, the cast, the younger cast, what, why? Roland Emmerich, why? Like, why did you, we don't need a Hemsworth brother here. And if you're going to get one, get the other one that's in Westworld. Get the good one. <laughs> or get freaking Chris Hemsworth. Why are we going for Luke? Paranoia, people. We don't learn. Paranoia wasn't good. Oh why do we God. keep hiring Luke Hemsworth? Um, this movie was bad. Will Smith's son the, the, I did not like him. He had no charisma. <laughs> Will Smith is the most charismatic, is the, arguably the most charismatic character in the first one. His son is the opposite of him. No charisma whatsoever. His the mom, guy who plays his son, not his actual son, who wasn't in this movie. Just to be clarify. Okay, <laughs> I, I, it's, just, it's really bad. Yeah. Okay, spoiler alert: his mom dies in the dumbest way possible. <laughs> oh gosh! And the queen alien, the a queen. A queen alien with a shield. With a shield. Oh my gosh. Where the hell was she in the first one? I don't know. <laughs> I, it's stupid. All I'm going to give is that the mythology in this movie was really good. Yes. That's it. Um, Number five. All right. My number five is another movie you didn't see. And this one's actually a newer movie that you didn't see. It was um, Incarnate. This okay. movie is, uh, again, bad horror. When when horror is bad, it is bad. And um, <laughs> Incarnate is bad. And it it's unfortunate because, as I said in the review, it wastes a really cool premise and ends up just being really stupid. And it's another Game of Thrones actress who I'm just like, man, why can't you be in something good? <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know what it is about these Game of Thrones actresses that they just are picking horrible projects for movies. Because think about it. You have Amelia Clark in Terminator Genesis. You have Natalie Dormer in The Forest. And now you have Karis Van Houten in Incarnate. Oh, man, gosh, that sucks. All right, what is your number five? <clears throat> My number five is Hands of Stone. This is a movie that you didn't see this yes. year. I think this movie is so bad because, one, Edward Ramirez plays Roberto Duran, mm -hmm. who, from my understanding, is a douche from this movie. He's just a douchebag. <laughs> you got to root for him, though, because he was a kid struggling. But even then, the kid was a douchebag rat. So I don't like this story or interpretation of Roberto Duran. I think it's really bad. Um, the only thing that has gone for it is... Robert De Niro, but Robert De Niro is barely even in the movie. He's only in the movie for probably like, probably 50 minutes. And even then, it's not his best performance. It's, it's an okay performance. So, don't spend your time. Don't waste All it. Right. <laughs> don't waste it. Fair enough. Alright, um, moving on. And this is a kind of obscure movie that nobody has, nobody will have heard of. But it is a 2016 release that I watched on Amazon Prime. Um, Wiener Dog. What the hell? <laughs> I think it, was a, bad. it was an indie movie that I was like, you know what? I think I remember hearing some okay things about this. And I was on Amazon Prime. I was like, you know what? Why not? So I popped it in or whatever, clicked on it. 
And um, this movie's horrible. <laughs> it is so bad. Uh, it follows basically this wiener dog um, throughout different owners, right? Um, and the stories are just so... Not, like, they're not connected what, whatsoever at all. Like, the stories, they're just random stories of these owners. And you're just seeing them from the dog's perspective, basically. I mean, not literally from the dog's perspective. But you're following the dog throughout the dog's life, assume, we are left to assume. And, like I said, the stories are not connected, so there's no overarching thing. And then, individually, the stories are not interesting. There was one that I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then, they move on to the next one. And I'm just like, okay. And then the movie ends. It's honestly one of the most disturbing and disgusting endings uh, this year. It's so <laughs> weird. You, I'll tell you about it later. I don't want to, like, quote-unquote spoil it or whatever, but it's horrible. Like, it's so, I was like, no, Why? No. Um, anyway, all right, moving on to your number four. My number four is Assassin's Creed. How is that number four? Oh uh, you'll see why. You'll see why. You'll see why. Um, This is not my number four. This is not my number one because I have three other movies that are way worse. Maybe you forgot about them. And there's one that I'll give you, but I don't know what could be worse. I'm not done, man. Okay. Um, but... Cinematography in this movie is horrible. The only reason why, and, and and I'll explain this to you. Assassin's Creed, it was at least action pumped. Even though the action was boring, I could at least try to have some enjoyment in the action because it was a, it was funny. It was funny to me. The other three movies on this list, I felt like I was forced as punishment to watch these movies. <laughs> so that's why. Assassin's Creed, for as horrible as this movie is, there is 2% enjoyment to be had. I'll give it that. I don't know if you'll agree. No, I would not agree. I don't know agree. if you'll agree. But this movie is bad. Don't watch it. Horrific, horrific cinematography in this movie. This soundtrack does not even match the theme of the movie. No. The performances by Jeremy Irons and Michael Fassbender cannot even save this movie. So, mm -hmm. don't see it. Um... I will. Oh, I, I'll get to Assassin's Creed. Trust me. I think it's your number one. Um, I'll, I'll get there. I think it's your number one. But um, I will move on to my number three, and that is something that I don't know where this is on your list. I'll be curious. Uh, mechanic. Well, you already said it. Mechanic yeah. Resurrection. Okay, my bad. Uh, mechanic Resurrection. This movie is horrible. Like you said, the action is so stupid. The plot makes no sense whatsoever. Um, the. I mean, um, what's his name? What's the main guy's name? Um, crap, I'm actually blanking Sorry. it. Jason Statham. Jason Statham, uh, phones it in, and, uh, like I, I said in the review, the only reason really to go see this movie is that, um, Tommy Lee Jones tries, um, to, and he actually gives a somewhat fun performance, and, um, Jessica Alba is attractive. That's the, that's it. That's the only Barely. Uh, barely attractive. Whoa, okay. I'm going to say barely. I'm um, going to go ahead and say barely. It's a full statement, guys. Um, yeah, it kind of is, actually. All right, so anyway, what's your number three, Ozzy? My number three is The Free State of Jones. Oh, right. I forgot you hated that movie so much. I hated this movie. I wanted to leave Regal, and I never want to leave Regal. But I wanted to leave Regal. I wanted, honestly wanted to leave. This movie feels like half a documentary and half a freaking movie. Yes. And you don't even know what the hell is going on because they don't explain it well enough. And it's so stupid. Um, it's, it's very really, inconsistent. It's yeah. very inconsistent. The story doesn't make any sense. 
you don't care for a lot of the characters. The cast is somewhat good, but even then, it does not save it from the overall bad screenplay and the bad cinematography. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say it has bad cinematography. Um, other than that, it's, it's so bad. So it's unfortunate because I think McConaughey gives a good performance. It's it's sad because he's a great actor in a bad movie. It is true. Um, I I think where we differed on this movie when we reviewed it, especially, is you said that it was really boring. I disagreed. I, boring. I didn't think it was boring. I don't think it was like well made at all, <laughs> and that's why I gave it a negative review. But I don't think it was. I wouldn't describe it as boring. And that's where we disagreed. I felt like I was in this theater for four hours. Okay, anyway. Is that bad? Is that bad? <laughs> Alright, uh, moving on to my number two. Um, Zoolander 2. I've said two three times in one sentence. Um, <laughs> Zoolander 2 is just awful. And this is coming from somebody. When we did our um, kind of spur of the moment hashtag fave seven films back a couple dozen episodes ago, um, I have Zoolander on my on that list. I had Zoolander on that list because I can watch that movie anytime, anywhere and just love it and just have so much fun. It's what I'll pop in on Netflix whenever I um, just want to watch something just in the background. Zoolander is amazing. And Zoolander 2 was so disappointed. It's like, it's disappointing. It's like they were trying to hit that humor and they did not hit it. It completely misses. Um, and it sucks because <laughs> like, it really is awful. I'm just so sad. <laughs> but, so um, sad. yeah. And you did not see it, correct? No, I didn't. Oh, I good didn't for you. Um, all right. And I think that's the one thing we will both say to each other whenever we're like, oh, man, you didn't see this. Good for you. <laughs> all right. What is your number two, Ozzy? My number two is Our Kind of Trader. Oh, right. I forgot. Another one that I'm like, man, he hated a lot, a lot of movies that I was like, yeah, that was bad, but I didn't hate it, you know? Dude, that movie was so bad. It he was didn't even bad. need a wife in this movie. She was literally there for no reason. The story overcomplicated itself for no reason. So many things in this movie just did not need to happen for no, this movie yeah. happened for no reason. A lot of things <laughs> in this movie literally happened for no reason. It is a waste of time. Don't watch it. Uh huh. That yeah. is it for me. All right. Number fair two. Enough. I felt like I was there for hours. Remember the that phone thing? Oh my gosh! <laughs> what the hell? Why can't you? You can't have the screen black. You can't keep it black for like two minutes. God, you could oh be talking on the phone with your grandma for whatever for two minutes at least. They have, have the like the black. bottom bar. Like, we can at, we can see the apps, people. Okay, I saw the phone call app while you were on, supposedly on the phone talking to somebody. What were you oh doing? Uh, my right. goodness. I was sitting there just like, you're not even making a phone call. All right. Stop to, lying. To anybody wearing headphones, I apologize for inciting that. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, I will so, move so on frustrating. to my so number one. And it is one that you mentioned way too soon. Assassin's, um, Assassin's Creed. Creed. I don't yes. even know if this other one is not even on your list. Uh, well, because I, like I said, that's another one that we're going to get to. Um, well, you're going to get to that. I just, I didn't hate it as much as you did. I really didn't. Um, but anyway, Assassin's Creed is the worst movie of the year. And it's, congratulations to Assassin's Creed because you have officially broken me when it comes to video game movies. I'm not, the video game renaissance is not coming, video game movie renaissance is not coming anytime soon. Um, I will. You need a great director. Yeah, that's what you need. And this director is not very good. I liked his other movie. I figured out the other movie that I had seen that he directed is Macbeth. I actually didn't mind that. 
Um, Michael Fassbender is in that, in that as well, and I thought he was excellent in that movie. But good lord, he, it is awful in this. The one thing that drives me insane the most, which if you want to hear us rant on this movie, go back and listen to our review because it is probably hilarious. Um, <laughs> but the one thing that continues to amaze me is that Michael Fassbender was not good. He was just like he phoned it in, and that's like Michael Fassbender is coming off a year where he probably should have won the Academy Award. Ugh, yeah, he's had many. He's actually had three disappointing projects in one year. Um, what are the other ones? It, you got uh, X Men Days. Of, uh, okay, you got yeah. X Men Apocalypse. But he was good in that. Yeah, but it's a disappointing project. Yeah, it didn't sure. do well. Um, and then you got Light Between Oceans. Generally, it did not do well. It did not do well. Yeah. He did. It, he gave a great performance, but he didn't. The movie just did not do well. And then this movie, mm-hmm. um, you know, so it's three projects that overall failed, and one of them was because he did not do well. So I don't know what it is this year. I don't know what he's doing this year, but he has not been doing his movies have not been doing well this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Along All with right, critics and the audience. So your number one. one, we all know what it is. It we is Masterminds. I didn't laugh once. Once, not, not even the um, bloopers at the end. No, <laughs> did not laugh once in this movie. The only positive is that they had fun making me not laugh in this movie. That is the only positive I will give it. Y'all had fun making me not laugh, but I had fun laughing while giving this freaking review. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> no, but I. This movie sucks. Don't watch it. Okay, Kate McKinnon, what the hell were you doing? Okay, I tried to defend you in my review. I regret it. I regret it. She did so. She was so weird. I know SNL people love her, and but she's great on SNL. I saw a skit with her the other day. I was I dying can't. laughing with her. But I can't she, with her. She is just so bad in this movie. Um, Zach Galifianakis and Kate McKinnon again. These are just characters that are so weird. And how was that thing, that event, supposed to be a comedy? I don't understand. It's very serious. It was a strange choice. It's, it's it's weird. Don't watch this movie. Uh, I I actually like. I thought there were redeeming qualities in it, but that's hell just hell. No, what redeeming? What you can go back and listen to our review to find out right, what, what the redeeming. Because I gave this movie a four, you gave it a one. So we uh, we obviously disagreed to an extent on it's this movie. Definitely, jeez, a, a zero point five. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> all right, so that was our top 10 worst of 2016. Um, I, have a, I have a headache from rethinking a lot of these <laughs> All right, um, Ozzy, <laughs> do we want to do recommendations? We're running kind of long, so let's, you want us to skip recommendations? Let's skip me? recommendations today, guys, because... I mean, we recommended our favorites. That's yeah, what we did. I mean, yeah, if you guys honestly want to ch- check out our recommendations, our top 10s are recommendations. There we go. Um... You know, our honorable mentions, at least for me, that didn't make it on my top 10 was Swiss Army Man. Um, there's a few other ones that didn't honestly make we, it. We kind of brought yeah, them up as we yeah, went along. We brought them up. So check them out. Check it out. Definitely as recommendations. Carlos, where can people find you on social All right, media? You can find me on social media at um, Cherry456 on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you follow Screenfellows all over social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, YouTube, all at Screenfellas. 
Um, we actually have our own YouTube address now, youtube.com slash screenfellows. So go there, check out Bob just has, or just posted a pretty funny video there. So enjoy that. Um, he is addressing different social issues that he wants to get off his chest. Definitely check that out, guys. And you can find me on Instagram at Ozzy Cray. Yep. And on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. We just had a poll, guys. Definitely check out our polls. The polls have been doing great. Yes. Um, they we have. had 84 votes our last poll. So definitely. You guys are doing a great job of really voting there. Keep it up. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Also listen. Google Play as well. Google Play as well. Guys, Android users, we got Google Play now. It's been out for basically about a month now. Yeah. So definitely check it, check it out, guys. You guys you guys can listen to us now. Um, please rate review the i uh, the i the, <laughs> the podcast on those um, different apps. Guys, we hope you enjoy the show. This is Screen Fellas.